Hey guys, if you're listening to this, this is our first official episode of She's a Whore! <laughs> Coming to you live with your host, Veronica. And Ginger. Um, you know, this podcast, we just, we came up with it one fucking random day and we're like, you know, this would be a great opportunity to share some of our college advice, some funny and embarrassing stories and maybe along the way give you some tips and advice. However, I would caution you. Uh, don't take it at first glance because we don't follow our own damn advice. Exactly. And I would consider this probably R-rated because we're not going to filter ourselves. No, fuck so, it. So much of that shit goes on in the world. Why should we? Fuck it. Give it to you real and raw right here. Real as fuck, homie. <laughs> real as fuck. What do we got today, babe? I think that we should talk about our first week. Oh my Start god. Start off with a fucking bang. Let me fucking tell you. This first week, for those who don't know, this is our senior year in college. So yep. we, in the Midwest. In the Midwest. That's why we don't have a goddamn Southern accent. However, with the name Ginger, you would fucking think so. Right? But, no, let me tell you. First week as a goddamn senior. I already, I already want to kill myself. I was so fucking saying. <laughs> I contemplated, like, climbing up the water tower and just saying. Fucking fling yourself from fucking it. Fucking fling myself in the water tower. Let me ask you this. What happened to syllabus week? Yeah, more like syllabus fucking second because the, these goddamn professors are up our fucking ass. Literally, it wasn't even the first fucking, it wasn't even the second day. First goddamn day, introduce syllabus, barely introduced ourselves. They were yeah. like, what's your name and your major? Said it and they're like, okay, let's get into chapter one. I was going to say, I, I'm taking six classes this semester and literally almost every single professor is like, oh, let's go around and introduce ourselves. We'll go over the syllabus. They fucking skim that shit and they're like, oh, you can look at that later. And then we're just jumping right in. Oh, do you got the book? No, bitch. Because I don't know about you guys, but I don't buy my books until after the first week. No, I don't buy it after the first, until after the first week. Cause I don't know if I'm going to like this class. Hell, sometimes I don't. I'll just... You know, ask someone in the class, like, oh, can I just borrow this for a specific assignment? But most of the time, you can find those books, like, on the internet. Fucking, yeah. Can we talk about how Census Day, for those who have never been to college or don't know what Census yeah. Day is, it's the last day to drop classes and get a refund. I swear to God, every year, Census Day gets... Moves up. Moves up. Oh, yeah. It's all a fucking scam, because all the university cares about is their cha-ching money. Well, joke's on them, bitch. I ain't got fucking cha-ching money. The thing that fucking kills me is that they give you literally less than a goddamn week to finalize your schedule and be like, oh, you know, by this Friday of the first week, you have to have your, like, everything paid for. And it's like, goddamn, what if I want to switch or add a class? What the hell am I going to do? Too fucking bad. Too fucking Too bad. Too fucking bad, bitch. Couldn't be. Here's my thing. I... When I learn something, this isn't for everybody, but I want to like the professor. If I don't like the professor or their yeah. teaching style, I ain't going to learn a goddamn thing. Here's my thing. How can you learn a new concept from a fucking stranger? fucking exactly. The thing, you know what? Just thinking about it, the, th the thing that goddamn kills me is that they'll always be like, oh, introduce yourself, say where you're from, da-da-da, fun fact, all that stupid ass, like icebreaker shit they never do the same in return no can i be honest i hate icebreakers oh yeah they're the most awkward goddamn thing that you could ever do yeah they're like oh uh what's your favorite ice cream flavor bitch that's bitch, not who the fuck cares if this is not elementary school honestly if we had to do icebreakers and if people weren't such pussies like okay what's your deepest yeah. darkest fucking secret or what's the most embarrassing story you here's know? the thing though that could never be because no. everything is censored when it comes to welcome week and like student affairs and all that shit oh fucking everything everything has to be censored they act like oh this is some goddamn elementary retreat and we're the fucking camp counselors and we have to be like oh like you said what's your favorite ice cream what's your favorite color it's like okay all of us have been through 
experience. We're coming to college. We're all fucking adults now. Exactly. At least all over 18. Let's dig into the fucking dirty shit. This is when we're supposed to make friends, not fucking acquaintances. Exactly. And daycare, basically. Honestly, at this fucking point, sometimes with the way I fucking act, it might be a fucking daycare. Right? Because can I be honest? School just makes me cry. I cry like a little baby back bitch. Every fucking time. <laughs> this week, I've cried twice. Okay, but what are the reasons for all of those breakdowns? Because it's not just school in general. No, it's it's like... I feel like... The professors. The professors. The advisors. The advisors. Are, I'm sorry, they're literally fucking worthless beyond freshman year. Yep. Freshman year, it's fucking rainbows and butterflies. They do your schedule for you. Oh, you need a book? This is where you go. Sophomore year, you get there thinking, oh, it'll be the same. No, they drop you on your motherfucking no. ass. Let me tell you this. Anybody who's a freshman out there, they will cater to you because they want their fucking enrollment and their retention They rate. want their money. They want your goddamn money. But the minute you're a sophomore, they all of care. that kindness and all of that catering, they drop you like a fucking yeah. fish, bitch. You are gone. You are dead to them i hope you know that well i would love to see the fucking dropout rate from freshman to sophomore year the amount of like transfers that we see oh yeah yeah can i tell you something and the thing is is like the dropout rate a lot of it is due for fucking money yeah it's for fucking money yeah do you know how many bitches that have come up to me they're like yeah i'm dropping out homie why and they're like, I've got $300 I got to pay. And they're like, I don't have $300. See, just right there the is a goddamn scam. I literally added a class that wasn't originally in my schedule. Guess how much my fucking bill was for one class? How much? $700. Where the fuck is that estimate coming from? They ain't providing me with my fucking books. We ain't doing no fucking activities. I'm a goddamn humanities major. So it's not like we're fucking doing labs and shit and biology. Exactly. I'm sitting in a fucking room and I'm getting lectured by a professor for an hour and a half. Exactly. You're, and you're telling me that $700 is fucking covering that? That's goddamn bullshit. It is bullshit. And for those of you out there, like, God, $700 is not that much. We live in the Midwest. And okay, $700 is fucking expensive anywhere. For one fucking class? I'm sorry, you could not pay me to sit in that goddamn class for free. Can I... Do you know what I hate, like, the most about classes? Like, what? like especially, like, the beginning of the year before you, like, get to know people and the professor? Mm-hmm. Is the awkward fucking pauses. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Yeah, when they ask a question, they're like, oh, what do you guys think about this? And you just look around and everyone's just fucking, like, eyes down or staring out yeah. in the fuck. It's like, okay, if no one wants to answer the goddamn question, move the fuck on. No. Half the professors that I goddamn have, they'll be like, oh, I'll wait. Fuck. Say... Literally, <laughs> this sounds so goddamn dumb, but whenever it's like a long, awkward fucking pause and they ask a question, I'm like, I don't have the fucking answer, but yeah. at this fucking point, I'll make myself look like an idiot to get this shit over with. Here's my thing. Don't you think that the professors would want like an educated fucking like if. opinion rather than just some random shit to get them to move the fuck on? Yeah. No. No. Couldn't be. Couldn't fucking be. No. They just want someone to fucking interact and, oh, I have so much engagement in my class. It's like, no, bitch, you force that shit. Don't you have a fucking professor who calls on people? Yes, he'll literally, he will be on the longest goddamn tangent. All of us will be sitting there in class and he'll be like, oh, Ronnie, um, what do you think about this? And I'm thinking, what did, what did you even just say? Like, how do you expect me to, like, pay attention when you're just talking about random shit? It's... It, Ronnie, isn't it in the same fucking class you're, like, the only girl? Aren't you, like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm the only girl in my major. Fucking tell him about that goddamn shit where that guy fucking questioned you. Yeah, so it was actually the same class. It was the first day, so all of us were having to go around and do introductions. It finally gets to me, and I'm, like, the second to last in the group. 
And he's like, okay, Ronnie, like, go ahead and introduce yourself and ask me a question before we kind of leave. And I was like, okay. And I asked him this um, question about, like, oh, why do you think that there is, like, differing opinions on the German, um, like, Jewish concentration camps versus the U.S., like, Japanese internment camps? And so um, my professor was like, oh, da-da-da-da, like, answering the question back. And all of a sudden, this motherfucker that's sitting right next to me, who never fucking speaks, I've had him in so many classes, is like, oh... I don't think that's right. And I look at him, I was like, oh? I was like, why is that? And he's like, well, um, we didn't gas the Japanese people in the gas chambers in the United States. I was like, yes, you are correct on that. But I was like, we imprison people in both fucking circumstances. And I was like, why do you have such a skewed view of like, like the same thing happening? And he's like, oh, he's like, well, I don't actually believe in that. It's just an opinion. And I literally looked at him. I was like, so you do believe in it, you dumb motherfucker. That's an opinion. I, here's my thing if you want to like argue with me about you know differing opinions that's fine i will hear you out i am one of the most open people but if you don't have something to back up your fucking opinion and back it up with facts i'm sorry you just need to shut your fucking mouth honestly i've had the same fucking happen to me so many times there's this kid who's always in my english classes his name is dean and we were once doing this shakespeare thing and we were reading this play and she asked a specific question and I like laid it out. I was like, oh, well, I think it's this because it says this in the text and then it could be interpreted as this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't think that's right. I was like, and you want to know why you did that? Because you're a girl. It's this double fucking standard that as soon as a female, a female student opens her mouth, she's automatically a fucking idiot. It fucking is because I was like, oh, Dean, do, do you have a different sort of thing? Yeah. No. Oh, so then why are you opening your mouth? My whole thing is if you have nothing to add to the conversation and you're only there to yeah. make me look like an idiot, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the it's fuck the same up. thing with professors. I could name so many male professors that do that and like demean young girls in their classes. Fucking same. And that's why we sort of named this podcast She's a Whore. Because when you think about it, like... It's supposed to be a demeaning insult that, you know, males use against females. But it's like, you know what? In this podcast, we're going to be reclaiming that fucking power because even if we are whores, we're fucking whorish and we're proud bitch hell yeah uh, listen when people say to a whore they're like oh she she gets out she does all this she has sex. she gets around who the fuck cares if who that the was cares? if the same thing was said about a man it would be like oh he's a player or like he's a bachelor or whatever but when the roles are fucking reversed and it's a female oh she's a slut she's a whore she's dirty fuck that shit See, when I see hear the word whore, I think, you know what? This bitch is getting what she wants. Yeah, she's, she's a bad out. bitch. She's a bad motherfucking bitch. She is a bad bitch. The only reason that that term was even created is because men were intimidated by powerful women. And they fucking should be, should Exactly, they? exactly. So we're going to own that fucking word. And the rest of you who are listening, you should own it too. Walk down the street with fucking pride because you have n- nothing to be goddamn ashamed of. Damn right. Fucking you be a whore, honey. Be a fucking whore because that's what we all are deep down is a fucking whore who gets what they fucking want. Speaking of whores that get what they want, we should have turned this right back around to a roommate that we had recently. Oh, fucking. Oh, my God. (laughs) That bitch. I. This bitch got what she deserved. Listen, okay. I'm not. We are not here to bash women. Okay, obviously. No, no. We're here to lift each other up. But this. This specific, like, example and circumstance deserves recognition. We have to bring this up. It it has to be goddamn brought up. So everybody who's a freshman who's in college who has roommates, Mm -hmm. listen to this goddamn story. The biggest lesson that you can learn is that you need to do some fucking background on the people that you're going to be living with. You need to vet. I'm talking CIA, FBI, Instagram. And try and, like, go around campus and be like, oh, do you know so-and-so before you even sign a goddamn lease because we got fucked because of it. We got 
fucked in the ass. Her name was Autumn. She was older than us. And we, when we first met, we were like, oh, she's so cool. She's so sweet. She's so sweet. And we're like, you know what? Rooming with her would be a yeah. goddamn dream. We were fucking wrong. We were fucking wrong. Literally, what, what, give, give a story about fucking Autumn. This oh, is, give an example? Give it a, this is Autumn's okay. story time. Tell one so, story. In the beginning, like, none of us really knew each other. Me and, um, Ginger didn't even, I mean, we knew of each other around campus. Yeah. We had never lived together. No. So, it was just four girls coming together randomly in this apartment, just trying to goddamn survive in the economy. And this bitch had us all fucking fooled. So the first day that I move in, you know, she's, she's cool. She's chill. Maybe a month down the road around Halloween, October, she starts doing like, she has like these little ticks about her, you know, like we would see her like obsessively washing her fucking hands and like making little side comments. And me and, um, Ginger kind of talked together and we're like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Like, she's kind of weird, but I can't really put my finger on it. One day Autumn comes to me and she's like, oh, I've never told anyone this, but I have severe OCD. It's like, okay, like, whatever. I have, you know, no discrimination against any of that. My dad has a little bit of OCD. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I've got depression. I've got anxiety. I'm not here to judge a bitch based on her mental illness. Exactly. And when she said that, it's like, well, I've never really had a friend that had it before. So, you know, the generalization of like, oh, they wash their hands. They're really organized. Whatever. They're clean this bitch it 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 was on a whole nother fucking level and at this time she actually said that she was on pills so like it was regulated like her emotions were regulated whatever none of our business we let her go on her day as the months fucking go by she just i, I don't even know how to explain it like i think um you ginger actually had like the brunt of her fucking behavior i okay so i don't understand but this chick hated me with a goddamn passion. Oh yeah, hated you for no reason. And I, like, I looked back in all of our interactions throughout the whole entire damn year, and I can't think of one damn thing that I ever said to this chick or done to Autumn. She she was always so irrational, there was never any reason for anything that she did. I'm trying to think of a goddamn story that would, like, encompass her craziness? Encompass her craziness. Oh, okay. Just right off the fucking bat. This is jumping right in. One day, me and Autumn were at home in our apartment, and she's just talking, whatever. And she's like, she's like, Ronnie, I really think that we need to wash our mattresses. And I was like, I was like, what? What do you mean, wash a goddamn mattress? In my fucking 21 years, I have never washed a mattress. And she's like, oh, I really think that we need to drag our mattresses out, put baking soda on them, and vacuum, vacuum them. And I was like, oh, like, I'm not really sure about that. Like, I wash my sheets every fucking two weeks. Yeah. And then she just jumps on this fucking ship and she's like, oh yeah, especially Ginger's mattress. I was like, what? I was like, we can't just pull our other fucking roommate's mattress out and goddamn clean it without like her knowing and her consent. So Ginger finally fucking gets home and I was like, hey, like, I know you probably don't want to do this, but Autumn has been really persistent about cleaning your fucking mattress and please share your reaction for the crowd. So I get freaking home. It's been a long ass day. I've literally just finished working on a goddamn six page paper. I come home. I have class in two goddamn hours. I'm taking one hour for lunch and another hour for a fucking break. I come home. I sit on the couch and you come up and you're like, you're not going to like this, but we need to clean your mattress. And I'm like, what? What? Fucking why? Well, Autumn wants all the mattresses clean, and I, 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 she's like, I can't deal with the bitching. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, Ronnie, I'm not cleaning my fucking mattress. And, and, and nor should you nor. be forced to do that. It's your fucking property. 
Yeah, it was, it was, it was a goddamn fucking struggle. Let me. So anyway, the fucking year goes on, and like during the summer and stuff, me and Ginger have still kept in touch. On on the other hand, we've kind of cut off just because of past experiences, which we will also get into as this podcast goes on. But come to find out, I always knew this, but I was kind of the peacekeeper, so I never oh. fucking told Ginger. And I was like, hey, like, we, we were drinking one night. We, we had a few in us. And I was like, I was like, I never fucking told you this, but I'm going to tell you now. And she's like, oh, my God, like, what? And I was like, I was like, you know that time that we wanted to, like, wash your mattress and you said no? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, well, it actually turns out that Autumn drug your fucking mattress out and cleaned it your- herself. You were so fucking I pissed. I was so fucking pissed. And I couldn't articulate how pissed I was because I was I know. so fucked. Which, and I knew that you were going to be mad. And I didn't participate in this, by the way. But I didn't say anything because I just, I didn't want to fight to fucking break out. And here's the thing. Understandable because the f- fact that you were fucking in between that fucking shit is just, it's absolute bullshit. I know. That's the thing though. She always put me in the middle and I don't, I don't know about you, but I cannot stand people that like put friends in the middle of things. No. If you have a goddamn problem and I've always been this way, you need to come directly to me and say it fucking face to face. Yes. And the thing that like pissed me off the fucking most is that she went into my room without permission. Oh yeah. If but if you would have done the opposite, oh fuck. Oh fuck. And here's another thing that she once did. This so we had two bathrooms in an apartment we shared and she would make ronnie do these goddamn rounds with her to make sure everything's off because she was always worried that shit would start on fire yeah she also had a very deep like paranoia associated with like her ocd yeah like she would you'd have to check the stove you'd have to unplug yeah. the microwave Which, you'd have to unplug the stuff the yeah. toaster the tv and the in the lights. beginning it was just little things and i didn't mind doing it i was like yeah we probably do need to do a round to just Make sure that everything's locked, da, 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 da. She got to such a point that I would literally have to put my hand on the fucking stove to make sure that it was off. Like, she would physically see that the knobs were turned all the way, but she'd be like, oh, I, I, I can't touch the stove myself because it's fucking dirty. Even though me and fucking Ginger would clean the apartment almost every day incessantly, it, it wasn't enough. She would make me touch the goddamn burners. Thank God it was never on, but can you even imagine if it fucking was? She wouldn't... She, no. She also was one of the most selfish people that I've ever fucking met. It was. So the story of the goddamn bathroom. I get home from working a late shift. I come home at 11. And the thing is that she could never go to bed unless everybody was in the house. And it wasn't... Uh, not everybody. If you, you were, were in, in the, the house. house. So I go home, get to the bathroom. I'm like taking off my makeup. I'm washing my face. I'm doing my goddamn whatever. And... She makes Ab, Autumn, mm-hmm. and you wait outside. And so you're standing at the freaking wall, and she turns to you, and she says, she fucking Ronnie literally told me this, and she's like, I just wish Ginger would use one damn bathroom. And I look at Autumn, I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? You can't limit her to one goddamn bathroom. And she's like, oh, well, I just, I can't stand having to wash the toilet seat every time I need to go to the bathroom. I was like, what do you mean wash the toilet seat? And she's like, oh, well, I have to take Clorox wipes in there. And every time that I need to use the bathroom, I need to make sure that it's disinfected because Ginger used it. I was like, you fucking whore. Like, that is just disgusting. The fact that you have to wipe down the goddamn toilet seat because someone else used it. Literally, I have never felt so low in my life. Like, yeah. remember when she called me, like, 
literally, this was a couple of weeks later where I was thirsty. I was just working out. I was literally thirsty as hell. I had a yep. headache, probably dehydrated. And then I filled up this big glass of water and I drank it all. Yes. No goddamn problem. She looked me dead in my eyes. You were standing there. Yep. And she's like, uh uh-huh, you're like a water buffalo. And then laughs her fucking ass off. And I'm just like, how do you think that it's okay to say that shit to people? Yeah. Like, the amount of instances that I have, I don't know if you've had this, but personally, the amount of people that have, like, come up to me and just said some nasty thing like that. Like, do you have any stories where people fucking said shit to you? This fucking week, actually. Okay, so for those who can't see us, obviously, because this is audio, I'm I'm a hefty bitch, okay? (laughs) I'm a hefty bitch. I am not afraid to say that. Yeah. Whatever. So my sister comes up, she visits me, and we go to Qdoba. I mean, Qdoba, great. We go there, and there's this car in the parking lot. Oh, it literally looks like shit. It's got its bumper duct taped, and there's three guys sitting in there. Yeah. And they also look like shit. Like, they're missing teeth. They, like, they definitely <laughs> look like they're on meth. Yeah. So we're walking in. So just some sketchy guys. Just some sketchy guys. And we're walking in, and <laughs> out of fucking nowhere... <laughs> I hear them say, it's not a yell, but it's loud enough where we can fucking hear Yeah. Damn, that's a fat bitch. Oh my god. How is that okay? Like, how can someone look at a total fucking stranger and think, oh yeah, I'm going to call her a fat bitch? It was, it was, I was just, here's the thing. I would have said something, but I was just so fucking shocked. Exactly. See, right there is where the rules are fucking reversed. If a man, like... A man thinks like, oh yeah, I can say whatever the fuck I want and I will get away with it. And women, it's like, oh, I probably shouldn't say anything. Like, I'll just let it go. I'll take the high road. You know what? Fuck that shit. Fuck taking the the high road. With the theme of reclaiming power from now on, if someone fucking says something like that to me, whether it's catcalling or whatever the fuck, I'm going to look them dead in the eye and be like, oh, say that to my face, you motherfucker. Exactly. And the thing is, is like... And I have every right to. You have every fucking right to, Ronnie. The shit... That fucking happens. It's like, I just remember my sister turned around. She looked them dead in the eyes and she says, fucking excuse me. And then they act all intimidated. Like, oh, I didn't say that. It's like, yes, you most certainly fucking did. And here's my thing. You have the audacity to make fun of how I look. Bitch, you ain't got no fucking teeth in your mouth. That's my thing. The goddamn, like, judgmental shit that goes on, I can't even deal with. Especially in fucking Walmart. The amount of people that fucking will just stare at you for no apparent reason is ridiculous. It is. It literally, it fucking is. I will walk in Walmart and I just see all these people fucking stare at me as I walk down. Let me tell you about this Midwest fucking thing for people who don't live in the Midwest. Midwestern people, yes, we're nice. And yes, it seems like we're not in your business, but we most certainly are in your business. Like... Okay. If, if you don't see anyone being stared at, it's you. It's you. Yep. It's just, it's, I don't I fucking understand it. Like, we're the nicest people, but goddamn, do we fucking stare mm-hmm. a hole in your forehead, bitch. Yeah. Well, it's like, they, they have like this, um, what's the word? It's like, oh, entitlement. They have this entitlement that like, oh, we can stare at whoever we want. We can say whatever the fuck we want just because they live in a goddamn small town. And it's like, yeah. newsflash, bitch. You can't. Listen, I know we're both from a small town. I hate it when people are up in my business. Yeah. They're always up. Oh, what are you up to? What's your life? What's going on? Bitch, I don't fucking know. And I don't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you. There's this. But if you say that, they'll be like, oh, well, she's a bitch. She's rude. It's like, actually, I'm not. This is my fucking life. And I'm allowed to keep private what I want to keep private. I don't need your ass up mine. And I don't need you staring at me. No. There's this one bitch named Susan who lives in my fucking hometown. And she is always 
up me and my sister's <laughs> ass every time I fucking come home to visit my parents, and I'm yeah. just trying to hang out, maybe chill in my mom's fucking oh, hot tub. Oh, hey, Ginger, what, what are you up to? What are you doing? What are you up to, Ginger? How's, how's it going? And then I have to fucking say, oh, it's great, going great, Susan. You know, life is great. And she's like, oh, yeah. what are you going to do with your life? And then, like, I hate being fucking put on the spot like that. It's like, I don't fucking know, Susan. Here's my thing. At what point did it become socially acceptable to just be up someone's asshole? <laughs> That's what I would Fuck, love to fucking People know. have been up my asshole in this fucking town since the day I was born. Since the day I was fucking born. Yeah. Holy shit. It's all entitlement. It's all entitlement. I mean, I love the Midwest. I love how fucking friendly we are. But Jesus Christ. And then, speaking of Midwest, can we talk about the stigma in fucking mental health that is in oh, the yeah. fucking Midwest? Yep. Like, I guarantee to you... I know damn well so many people who need to go see a goddamn therapist. See, that's the thing. Like, even being in college and, like, going to university, I would say 90% of my friends have a mental health issue that, like, is hidden. You know what I mean? Like, even in, um, I don't even know, like, another example, but just Midwest in general, it's not something that's talked about. No. Like, if you say, like, oh, yeah, in high school I was suicidal, everyone just fucking looks at you like, (gasps) oh, oh, this bitch. Like, oh, and and it's also, it's a stigma of, like, oh, they're just doing it for attention. Oh, you know, why do they have to bring up their depression? Why do they have to bring up their anxiety? Da, 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 da. Because it's it's like, why? It's a part of you. It's a part of the fucking struggle of life. It is. Literally, like, the thing is, is I remember growing up, my having depression and anxiety and when mm-hmm. i turned like 13 my mom took me to a goddamn therapist tried to get me on pills took me to therapy whatever and when my grandfather found out he got pissed yeah he was like why the fuck are you taking ginger to a goddamn therapist and getting her drugs why are you getting her medication yeah you know she's gonna be sent off to the loony bin do you want that to happen literally and he was like do you not want her to run for public office Da-da-da. and she's like can i be honest with you dad I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Right now, she's suffering. I'm going to load her up with enough medication that she fucking needs and ship her off the therapy because she needs it and it's what's good for her. Exactly. Like, just rolling back to that stigma. Like, I love my parents. I love my mom. But all through high school, I just had a really hard time, like, concentrating and, like, getting shit done on time. Like, I was a real... I still am a really big procrastinator. And literally, fourth fucking year in college, and I'm just realizing, oh, I actually probably have ADHD. But even in goddamn high school, I had so many guy friends that were diagnosed and put on medication, but I never, I I swear to God, have never had a girlfriend that was in high school that was diagnosed with ADHD because it's not as common. When you are a girl and you have ADHD, oh, you're high functioning. You're just, you know, you're an overachiever. You're a straight A student, da, da, da. But if you're a boy with ADHD, they're the ones that are like bouncing off the fucking walls and all this other shit. And it's like, do... Like, school counselors and doctors just think, oh, maybe girls just know how to handle that shit better because we've been conditioned to do so. Like, the the whole fucking female generation has, be, has been conditioned to hold in their fucking emotions, oh. to be professional, not over the top, over dramatic. It's like, I just don't understand it. It's taken me this fucking long to, like, be diagnosed with ADHD and be put on pills. And I can't even tell you the fucking difference it's made in my goddamn grades. I just, I, I don't... It, it really is a fucking double standard because, like... Yeah, women are silenced and men are basically put up on this fucking pedestal with a fucking bullhorn. And it, exactly. And here's the thing. For the guys who... We're not fucking men haters. We don't hate you. It's just... We hate society for, like, double for, standards. For double standards, for putting this shit up. And speaking of grades, which you pull... 
said mm-hmm. earlier, I don't know if this happens to you, but I've been conditioned, and I don't think it's just girls. I think it's fucking everyone who has gone to school, where if I don't get an A, I feel like I don't deserve oh, yeah. anything good. Like, you don't deserve to fucking live. <gasps> yes! Yep. Literally, I have called my mom once. I was like, Mom, this is going to sound weird, and I promise you don't need to put me oh, in, yeah. a, in a goddamn mental health facility, <laughs> but... When I don't get an A, or when I, like, don't get a good enough grade, like, if I get a C or whatever, even though... I think you're fucking stupid. I think I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. Here's the thing. Let me... C is a goddamn average grade. It is a goddamn average Here's grade. Here's my thing. When did C become, like, the normal F? Like, if I get a C, holy fuck, you're done for. Exactly. I, I don't understand it. Like, literally, COVID-19... The year 2020 was probably the worst year I ever did academically. I was really fucking depressed and was shut in and isolated in my room in the dorms, which is another fucking topic in itself. But I ended up failing three of my fucking classes. And before that, I've been a straight A student, like have never even really gotten a B in my academic career. Ended up failing three classes. I literally could not bring myself to tell anyone. I told you. You told me. Because we lived in the same apartment, but it's like, I couldn't even tell my fucking mom. She goes on the dean's list, you know, and is looking for my name through all this shit. And she's like, Ronnie, where the hell is your name? Like, you've been on it every fucking year. And I was like, oh, mom, like, I, you know, I got a, um extension for one of my papers, so I actually won't be on it. Today. It was a fucking lie. And literally, that was two years ago, and I just had the balls to fucking tell my mom, like, oh, yeah, I actually did fail these classes, and that's why I wasn't on the dean's list. And she's like, yeah, I knew. I was like, well, why didn't you say anything? Like, why didn't you, like, call that out? And she's like, well, I just figured that you needed your time. And it's like, that's true. But it's like the amount of like struggle and like, honestly, like self-ridicule that I had that year was unimaginable. I've never been through something that difficult. Honestly, same. And you know what's so sad? Every time the school year starts, every time, and I'm like going through the goddamn motions, I'll call my mom. I'm like, mom, I'm like, you'll still be proud of me even if I fail a class and every fucking time she always says of course mm-hmm. of course ginger i will never be disappointed in you all i ask is that you try your best and that's all i fucking do see another thing that i'd like to bring up is that even in high school i had this like warped idea of college like oh i don't understand like all the people that are like failing classes it can't be that fucking hard to fail a class well failing three classes in one fucking semester i completely You know, it's just, it's not a thing there. It's so easy to fail a class in college because yeah, there, there is probably only maybe 10 assignments in the entire semester, but those 10 assignments are weighted. So like just stupidly, if you don't turn in one assignment, you're already at a fucking B. Let me fucking tell you my classes this fucking semester. I'm only taking three classes because this is technically my last semester. Yeah. I'm so fucking worried. Yeah. Because these are all the classes I've been pushing the fuck off. Yeah. And my worst goddamn fear is, like, maybe I'll pass two of them. And fail one. And I'll fail one, and I'll have to fucking come back. I know. And it's like, obviously, my main bitch is here, Ronnie, fucking still come back, but it's like, Jesus. If that happened to me, it, it would be the fucking talk of the goddamn town. Yeah. And they always talk about, like, oh, the, your college experience is something that you'll never fucking forget. Like, you're going to have so much fun, da 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 And it's like, yeah, we do on our free time, the, the fucking limited free time that we do have, like, hanging out together, going to the bars, da 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 They do not talk about the fucking downsides of college, the fucking depression, the anxiety, like, on top of everything, and the amount of pressure from society and, like, your hometown and your parents just to fucking graduate. Yeah. 
And they don't talk about the fucking hereafter. What the fuck are... I mean, honestly, Ginger, what what are your plans like after you graduate college? This is my fucking thing, and it's so... I don't fucking know. Neither do I. Because when you think about it, you from the time you are fucking five years old to the time you turn 22, 23... That narrative is being pushed. That narrative is being pushed. And you literally... Your only focus is, I need to get good grades. Yep. I need to get into a good college. And I need to, you know, be the best I can be. And you do that, and you focus on all of that. But, but you, they never talk about, oh, what do you do after you graduate? Exactly. For the next fucking 40 years. Exactly. And this is my worst fear. This is also a Midwestern mentality. Midwestern people, especially my parents' generation and the generation before us, will pick one job. Yes, and, and they, do that for the rest of their fucking lives. They'll do it for the rest of their fucking lives, and even if they're miserable. Yeah. My dad had this job working for the wa- for the city, for the water department. Every fucking day, he hated that job. Mm-hmm. He would talk about how miserable it made him. He was always on fucking call. He could never be like, oh, sure, let me take the kids to the movies. No, because nope. he's on fucking call. Exactly. And it's like... That's my worst goddamn fear, Ronnie, is that I'm going to get a goddamn job and it's going to make me miserable as fuck. Yeah. I don't want to have a miserable life. Here's the thing with our generation, and I think maybe even generations before, is that they live to work instead of working to fucking live. And, yeah. and here's the thing. There is a big goddamn difference between living and surviving. Exactly. I don't want to just fucking exist. That's what our entire college experience, let's be goddamn honest, you go to fucking school for three to four hours, whatever, you go to work for another four hours, and then, oh, yeah, in the syllabus, you're expected to fucking do five hours of homework per class. Bitch, I'm taking six classes a semester. That's 30 fucking hours. There, there's that? not 30 hours in a goddamn day. No. And there's always, there's this one, it's called, I think it's called two to one, where you study for two yeah. hours for every one class. And here's my fucking thing. If you got four classes in a goddamn day, yeah. b- bitch, that's your whole night. That doesn't even count times to bitch, take I'm a taking, piss and shower. I'm taking six classes. If that, you know, that two to one ratio or whatever, that's 12 fucking hours. When the hell am I supposed to sleep? What am I supposed to goddamn work? That's another thing. It's like, I feel like college professors do not take into account that more, you know, the majority of their fucking students will and have to have a part-time job. Oh, fuck for sure. Like, well, they just think, oh, you know, they have student loans. They have mommy and daddy helping them. Me personally, I don't have anyone fucking helping me. Yeah, I have a few loans taken out, but that sure as fuck isn't enough to pay for my goddamn rent, pay for gas, pay for groceries. Like, and here's the thing, like, people are like, well, are you spending your money on entertainment? Are you just wasting money? No, but here's the thing. I want to fucking go out sometimes. Exactly. I want to go out. I want to have fun. Speaking of fucking going out, let's talk about how we went to this goddamn bar the other day. The bar is called The Circus. It's a, it's a fucking, it's a big fucking popular bar in our town. And we went there for the first time, which is shocking because I'm fucking 22 and she's 21. <laughs> and you're just like, Jesus Christ. Okay, to be fair though, the bars in our town kind of fucking suck. They kind of do. It's, it's And so do the people. <laughs> so do the people. We get there... It's loud as fuck, whatever. People are dancing. Having fun. Having fun. I mean, me and Ronnie, we went with a few friends. Mm-hmm. We're not the type of person where people who like to go to bars and, like, be surrounded by strangers. Like, we kind of stay in our own group. Like, yeah, we'll talk to some people and get to know some people. But we went to the, out to their fucking patio deck and we were drinking and we were talking shit. And there was this fucking <laughs> guy just Who ran- could not shut his fucking mouth. He should not. He, he was... Literally, he was drunk as fuck, and he stands up on this goddamn bench, and he's yeah. like, where the fuck is my phone? I've got some bitches to fuck. And I'm yeah. like, oh. he's like, where are the bitches? They must be lining up. And it's just like, 
the audacity of that man thinking that bitches want his stanky ass. I'm sorry. He wasn't even cute. He looked no, nasty. No, he did. And here's my fi- and then he's like, I'll fuck fucking skinny bitches and I'll fuck fat bitches. They all want my dick. And <laughs> it's I'm, like, no one wants your dick, no buddy. No one wants your crusted over shitty ass <laughs> dick. But no, and then he kept talking to this fucking table of boys. And you could tell they were fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, then he starts talking about, like, gay shit, which, you know, I'm all for the gays. I'm all for the bi's. LGBTQ plus whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I could dick you down and points to, like, a football player. And this guy is just fucking traumatized. He's like, what the fuck did I just sit down in? Well, it's like, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, but that is a form of sexual fucking harassment. It is. It's like, we always talk about, like, you know, guys catcalling girls, but it's also a thing for a guy to, like, physically threaten that they're going to dick you down in a fucking public place now. And it, it, like, makes you uncomfortable. And then we talked about it with our friends at the bar Mm -hmm. who are LGBTQA+. Yeah. And they were fucking uncomfortable. Of course. Because that's the thing. You, I'm sorry, but you cannot stand up in a public fucking place and just announce, like, oh, I'm going to dick you down. I'm sorry, that's a fucking threat. No, it is a fucking threat. It is. And it's like, this one fucking guy, I loved it. I don't know who it was. <laughs> he goes up to this random guy who's playing fucking cornhole. And if any of you don't know what cornhole is, it's literally... It's a board. It's a wooden fucking board with a hole and you throw a goddamn bing bag into it. It's literally the simplest shit. So he's playing cornhole with what looks like his goddamn girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And he, this drunk guy walks up to him and he's like, would you fuck a fat bitch? And he's like, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most harsh one. And like, I was like, you know what? You go home. Yeah, you fucking go. Love you, bitch. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this first episode of She's a Whore. She's a Whore. <laughs> so it was great talking with you guys. Hopefully you come back for the next one. We are, we're going to be posting every Sunday, so make sure you hit us back. We'll be um, posting this on Spotify, by the way. Yeah, and if there's any topics you want to... Want us to cover? You know, feel comment underneath. Comment underneath. If there's anything you want to say or you want to hear be said on our opinions or maybe even the opinions of others, feel free. And we will have guest stars, uh, friends from our own life, maybe a guest star next weekend. And you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And remember, stay whore. Okay, babe. Be a whore. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch.